When the pandemic hit back in 2020, well, we know business owners and households were hit financially hard, right? That That's pretty much out there because of the lockdown measures. But at the same time, we didn't really spend an awful lot either. It kind of helped. I don't know about your bank account, but ours grew. I think somebody else's grew. Theirs grew. They just weren't spending the dough. But it was uh, it was a it was a weird time. But they're talking about the savings balloon to over three hundred billion dollars, and many economists expected that. Hey, once everything kind of settles down, this pandemic is over and done with. Everybody's going to spend that money again. That hasn't happened. Why is that? Well, you know what? We decided, well, we better find out. Let's uh, let's talk to somebody who might be able to give us a little insight on that. Joining us right now is the chief economist with Alberta Central, Charles St. Arnaud. How are you, Charles? Welcome to the show. Good afternoon, Brad. So uh, what did happen here? This is uh, there's, There seemed to be a lot of cash around, but nobody spent it. Yeah, well, it can be estimated that Canadians have saved overall almost a bit more than 380 billion uh, since the start of the year of the pandemic we have to be careful because the way saving is defined by statistics canada is just the difference between your income and what you spend so gotcha. the question is what do you do do you put it in a bank account do you invest it do you repay your debt that's not taken into account but it's still a decent amount of money do you think it was fair to think that everybody would just go out there and start spending again well, that was the thinking uh, early on. We were seeing uh, that excess saving being primarily accumulated in demand deposits. So people were keeping that money in checking account and saving account that they could easily withdraw with their with their uh, debit cards. And some of it has been drawn down, but not at all. So it, the thinking was like, well, so if it's easy to access when the economy would open, then uh, the wallet will open also. Yeah. And it's funny because here we are, we're closing in on the fourth anniversary of everything shutting down. You know, we're about a month away from the date when Canada started. A lot of other places started before we did. But I just can't believe how far we've come and what we've gone through over the last four years. It's absolutely, it's mind-blowing to me. What about to you? Yeah, well, it has been a big, there's been, there's been a lot of disruptions <laughs> from the pandemic, all the the, 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 clo- the the closures and all that, and then the spike in inflation uh, that we've had and the disruption to uh, the supply chain. Uh, it has been an interesting uh, four years for uh, for the economy. Now, the other thing, too, is while well, well, I recognize we've gone through an awful lot over the last four years, uh, my savings account, it's a, it's a little bigger than maybe it was in 2020, but I, uh, I guess maybe I'm a far more guarded because based on what we've gone through over the last four years, I don't feel that plus the way the economy is going in Canada that I want to be spending extra dough right now because I guess I'm a little guarded. Are you finding that Are you, from the people you're talking to? Well, and we we actually see it also in the data. We're seeing, uh, for example, spending per person is actually declining, especially if you adjust for inflation, even here in Alberta. So people are really being careful with their money because they have to spend more on a lot of the essentials. Um, obviously, higher interest rates means that anyone who's had some debt is now paying more for it. And the uncertainty regarding the economic outlook kind of uh, force households to reconsider some of their purchases. The other thing, too, you don't know what the next new exciting tax coming is going to be all about. <laughs> yeah, well, that I'm not, for, at this point, I'm not so concerned. I think I'm more concerned in terms of where um, 
uh, how the outlook is is shaping up and uh, where the incomes, uh, how fast incomes will be growing going forward and if we'll continue to see an erosion of uh, purchasing power. So what do you think is going to happen here? Let's say over the next couple of years, do you think that people will start to loosen the purse strings a little bit or is it just going to get tighter and tighter? Well, I think here we need to look, uh, when we look at the details, is that it's interesting that when we look at the amount of accumulated saving, it's, it's starting to be a lot more, uh, the distribution is changing. Early in the pandemic, it was kind of distributed that almost every uh, income level had seen an accumulation of saving, but now we're seeing that um, the lowest, the, the mid to lower income have drawn down a lot of those saving accumulated. And now it's really more kind of the upper uh, income side of the distribution that is actually still have a lot of saving. The question, are they real? Do, one, do they need that money? Probably not. Right. Will they spend it? That's the question. And are they going to spend it locally or it will be to make nice holidays outside of the, of the province? Well, here's the other one too. Are they just throwing it on their credit card for now and they're leaving that money in the bank and if they need to pay off that credit card slower, then they're going to do that. Like, what are you finding? Are you seeing any stats that would suggest that? Um, the debit card debt is more on the kind of middle and uh, kind of the middle to low income. And actually, at the current interest rate, you're probably even though you get you can maybe get four or five percent on a bank account, you're still paying almost twenty percent on, oh, your, I know. on your credit cards. I, I, I wouldn't make that decision if I if I was them. So over the next uh, two years, do you like do you honestly think that people are going to spend more? From what you're what you're seeing and hearing from different people, I, I'm I'm hearing that there's a lot of optimism out there, but there's also a lot of people say, yeah, but I just don't know if I'm going to spend the cash. I think it's a cautious cautious optimism. Is that if we start to if continue to see the labor market holding up and still hearing kind of robust job gains as we've seen over the past year alberta had a great uh year in 2023 when we look at the uh, job creation yeah it will provide more um a bit more confidence to uh to be spending a bit more and that can go a long way but obviously we still have a lot of other issues we if we talk especially in Place like Calgary and Edmonton, rents are growing fast. Uh, house prices are increasing rapidly, so many households are seeing that squeeze on their income coming on some of the cost of essentials. Did you so say? Still, did, did you say it was around three hundred and eighty billion dollars that they figured might be sitting in accounts? Was that the number? Uh, that that's the total accumulated saving. If we look at in bank accounts, probably closer to two hundred and thirty-five thousand. Okay. Two hundred thirty-five thousand, not billion. Billion, uh, sorry. There we go. <laughs> Just wanted to double check on that. Well, listen, I'm 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 fascinated by this. Here's a question for you: How often do you go to dinner every week? Do you go out once a week, twice a week? Um, once every two weeks. Okay. Now, has that changed over the last four years? I'm using that as an example because we went through this this past week where we we went out for a, a wonderful dinner and we just don't do it anywhere near as much as we used to and i and i just think that this built-in defensive mechanism on spending cash is, has been ingrained in my brain over the last four years because i just don't know what's coming next and i'm just wondering about you yeah well there there's a part of that is also a part that inflation has taken a hit 
much bigger sometimes on eating out. Uh, obviously, for restaurants, labor has been a big source of increased cost, and and they have to keep them to keep the profitability. So that has to be passed to, uh, to diners. So that is probably one of the big issues there is that the costs have increased quite substantially. And unfortunately, my, I cannot say the same of my income. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> hey, uh, Charles, tell everybody about Alberta Central, what you're all about. Uh, we're the central banking facility for the credit unions of Alberta. So part of the, of the service is helping them make good decisions by providing some good uh, economic analysis. analysis. Is it is it tough to do that? But you're right. We didn't. You know, everybody thinks it wasn't that great a year for Alberta, but there were a lot of positives. Yeah. Well, we're one of the fastest growing uh, province in Canada. Yes, we have our own issues, and it's important to know them. But when we compare ourselves, we're actually not doing so bad. Hey, before we let you go, I, we're absolutely sure the prime minister's in town today. We're, we're convinced he's listening to this show. We know that. Well, we don't know that, but I'm just guessing that we, we, if you could send a message out to the PM or anybody who might want to listen about where we're going to go over the next 365 days, what would it be? Well, I think actually the economy is probably holding up much better than what we were thinking just six months ago. Uh, there was a lot of, of of concern six months ago that the increase in interest rates will probably plunge us in the recession. Mm-hmm. And we're in, well, we don't have any strong evidence that that's what's happening. Yes, we are underperforming and kind of stagnating in terms of growth rate, but it's not as bad as what many would have expected. Thanks for your time this afternoon. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me.